Hey, man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Now on to this week's episode. All right, it's time for the Rock News Weekly Podcast. What's up, everybody? Chris here, as well as Dahlia this week. What's up? How's it going? Good. Uh, How's it going with you? Good. Seems like we got a little bit of a break in the hot weather this week. It's not as hot as it's been. Yeah. Uh, So uh, at least that's a positive. That's a win. um, Yeah, just been a chill weekend. We got lots to get to as far as the rock news, though. Uh, Let's get to it, guys. Let's do it. Uh, This week of August 7th, Season 5, Episode number 30. So we'll talk about how Lollapalooza is using solar panels uh, to power their main stage at this year's festival. It's kind of <laughs> cool. Uh, Disturbed accidentally sets off a venue sprinkler system with their pyro at a recent show. Molly Crew celebrates the 40th anniversary of Shout of the Devil with a box set and an update from Iron Maiden's Nico McBrain as he fills us in on his stroke recovery progress. Of course, we always got our Rock and Roll History Trivia Weekly, WTF, all that good stuff. Everything's at rocknewsweekly.com. <clears throat> Excuse me, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all at Rock News Weekly. Watch us on demand there on YouTube. Uh, tour news kicking it off. Bruce Springsteen's European tour so far tops out at 1.6 million tickets sold. Um, and it's it, it's the highest, apparently, uh, tour of his career that he, he hasn't even got to the United States yet. It's coming up here in Wednesday. He's kicking it off in Chicago. Look at all these dates he's got. Sunday, December 10th in San Francisco, and Tuesday, December 12th in San Francisco for our dates here, as well as some L.A. dates right before that in December. But it looks to be one of the highest-grossing tours of his career, and uh, yeah, so good for him. He's on a roll, so he's coming to the U.S. this Wednesday, so keep an eye out. Queens of the Stone Age kicking off their North American tour. Uh, It's the first time since 2018 we were talking about it. Um, They're going to be at Aftershock Festival. Yeah, have you seen Sunday? Yeah, have you seen Queens of the Stone Age before? No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't Maybe think so. Maybe like in passing at a festival, but nothing I remember. I don't think so because the only time that I remember seeing them was with uh, my friend Chris Switzer, and we went just me and him, and it was in January at some place you didn't feel like going. Uh, but that was the only time that I saw him, and that was that tour in 2018. So I'm pretty excited to see him uh, at Aftershock, and hope they put on a good show. But uh, make sure you guys check them out because their tour kicks off. Well, it actually kicked off on Friday um, in Michigan. So right now it looks like they're in Connecticut, going on to Philadelphia, uh, Washington, Portland, uh, the East Coast. So make sure you guys check them out this month. All right. In memoriam, unfortunate this week, as Paul Rubens passing away at the age of 70. <clears throat> uh, you know, of course, everybody knew him as Pee Wee Herman. But he was in a lot of other great movies, including Blow. Uh, I really enjoyed his role uh, in that and some other great films, Um, but just very, very sad. Apparently, he was battling a private battle with uh, cancer for the past six years and didn't let anybody know about it. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things, you know, just you never know what people are going through in life. Uh, So, you know. Uh, All right. So RIP to him. Rock news this week kicking it off. So here's the deal. This made some headlines and kind of an interesting concept. Lollapalooza using a solar farm to help power their stage equipment. So Billie Eilish is headlining performance as well as other headliners in Chicago. 
uh, will be partially solar powered by intelligent zero emission battery systems. The project is partnership with environmental nonprofit Reverb, which will set up a temporary solar farm where the batteries will charge. Uh, and then they say, quote, <clears throat> this bold and revolutionary move, powerful example of an emerging clean energy solution that can help rapidly reduce the carbon emissions of live music. Uh, we, hope, we hope and believe this will be a watershed moment for the music industry. There are real climate solutions available right here, right now. So what do you think of festivals kind of going this route with this? I'm surprised they haven't already. That's a good point, right? Yeah. I like, mean, solar's been around for a while now. Seems like a no-brainer. I mean, solar farms are just starting to pop up now, and they're, like, on trend, so... Yep. I mean, I just wish that the technology was better to where they could you could get more solar energy in a small out of a smaller, lo, sm- uh, lower profile instead yeah. of having these giant panels everywhere. Well, and, and got to be able to be a way to harvest the podcast, energy. You could see that the panels are all in front of the stage, so they have to charge these when no one's at the festival. So <clears throat> that's not very. What do you mean charge them? They're solar panels. Right, but they're in the middle of the crowd where the the crowd oh. is going to be. Oh, okay. So on the day of the festival, they're not going to be charging them that day. So my point is they need to charge these things ahead of time, like the day before the, the set or that morning of or whatever the case may be, because they're not going to have the space to do that unless they come up with infrastructure like a shade area that so, has solar panels on top of it, something like that, but... If you're looking at the picture here on our uh, YouTube channel or our Twitch channel, they're all just laid out in the grass area in front of the stage. Um, My so. understanding of solar, those are the panels that are charging the battery. So the sun's yes. energy yes. is traveling through those. And you remember how we had a backup battery uh-huh. at our house? That's what That's it how is. It so works. stores the energy. So, yeah. yeah, it would be pre-charged and then continue as a... Sh- Right. Well, <laughs> I think you're missing my point. Oh, okay. That, like, if the festival is a three-day festival, and this is before that, <clears throat> once it happens on Friday, after that, where are you going to put them as people are there every single day? Oh, okay, I see. I figured they were going to leave them there. That's in front of the main stage. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's not very effective, so um, they, they need to find a, a better way to do it, but I like the, the idea. It's a good start. And they need to have more infrastructure like this. I think, why not? It seems like a no-brainer. So, uh, good for them for taking that first step. All right, uh, Nickel McBrain, Iron Maiden's drummer, recovering from a stroke uh, with some therapy, and he wanted to give everybody an update. Um, he says after 10 weeks of intense therapy, he's now uh, back around to 70% recovered. He described the stroke as a minor one, referred to as TIA, which stands for Transient Ischemic Attack. Uh, he posted a video online. I won't play it for you guys, uh, but you could check it out on his Twitter um, or Facebook, whatever you guys are on. He, Iron Maiden's on there. <clears throat> and he says, quote, I'm not there yet, but by the grace of God, I'm getting better and stronger as the weeks go by. Uh, he's been the band's original drummer since 1982. So he's, you know, he's a trooper, but, you know, he needs to take a break. And I guess, you know, he's recovering well. He wanted to give everybody an update. Um, so very cool. Speedy recovery to you, man. Motley Crue celebrating the 40th anniversary of uh, Shout at the Devil with a super deluxe box set here. It comes in this, like, Ouija board-looking thing. It's like yeah. a, a metal or a, a wooden box, and uh, comes with 
Slipmat and a couple uh, albums, vinyl albums, singles, looks like a cassette, CD, some tarot cards, looks like, maybe a backstage laminate, something like that. Uh, so there you go. It's going to be out October 27th. If you guys are a fan of Crew or want that box set, uh, check it out. Speaking of box sets, Leonard Skinner has one as well. It's their career-spanning 50th anniversary box set, which is kind of crazy that they've been around for 50 years. Um, it's called Leonard Skinner 50, um, and it's coming out on October 13th. So it's a four-CD and digital collection, which is kind of a bummer. No vinyl, but there you go if you guys want to check that out. Metallica getting their own podcast. So hopefully we won't have to talk about them so much in our news. Uh, they launched their own podcast called The Metallica Report, and it's directly from their headquarters in Northern California. So hosted by two of the closest members of their family, Renee Richardson, Director of Philanthropy for the band's All Within My Hands Foundation, which is cool, and Stefan Shirazi, journalist and editor of the band's online magazine. So there you go. You can also submit questions and kind of an interactive thing, so check that out. <clears throat> All right, this was a funny story uh, this week that I thought like was just so goofy and like, why did this even happen? But Disturbed setting off their venue's sprinkler system in Scythia Woods Mitchell Pavilion <laughs> this past Thursday. And if you look at this picture, uh, Dahlia, look at the picture up here. Look at how high that pyro is. That it's, looks so dangerous. I know, and I'm, I'm thinking, like, well, no wonder. This is like, look at this, look at how crazy that is. It's like, that is so that high is up poor there. planning. And it doesn't even look that cool, you know? It's not like a crucial part of it. It just seems like... What if something happens where it drips down or falls? That's why... Yeah, yeah I, I don't I get it, man. I, I, and it's a total oversight by their crew. Maybe they didn't do this at Soundcheck or something. They didn't run the pyro. I don't know. Did the show get canceled? Uh, no, it was at the actual end of the show. So, oh, well. So it was actually cool, but... Every, everybody's getting soaked. They just look all, you know, bummed out on, on the stage. It's like, what the heck? <laughs> Bunch of idiots. Anyway. Um, all right. Linkin Park featured on this virtual reality fitness app. Dolly, you got to check this out. It's a virtual reality fitness app, and it's set to your favorite musicians and music. And you swing this bat, I guess. It's like a wand. It looks like a bat. In the uh, in the app itself, so we're gonna watch a little bit of this. It's totally cool, and you gotta check it out. So here it is. So this guy's got a virtual reality headset. He's got the little thing going. He's getting ready for his workout. So you don't have to listen to Lincoln Park. You can listen to whatever. Well, why is Lincoln Park the one that's? Being they headlined about it then because they made their music available for this now uh. they licensed it so let's see how it's like synced kind of like to the beat of the music yeah <laughs> all right I don't want to well, get DMCA that person's but... not doing very good <laughs> at the game he is game. not He's doing very well getting hit by either. everything <laughs> he wasn't doing very well that guy. Hey, he's trying, babe. He's trying to work. He's getting to work out. That was the way he compromised with his wife, I'm sure. Well, okay, I'll work out, but it's got to be to Linkin Park on the new app. <laughs> so check it out if you guys are into that kind of stuff. It looks pretty cheesy, but... All right, Rock Birthdays this week. Dahlia, do you mind doing this uh, segment for us? Sure. Okay. 
right, Dahlia, take it away. All right, Bill Berry, former drummer of R.E.M., turned 65. Joe Elliott, lead singer of Def Leppard, 64. Look at that hair. Let's uh, let's talk about Joe Elliott's uh, beautiful it, hair. It, like, doesn't match his face. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't. No. <laughs> All right, Adam Durrett, singer of The Counting Crows, 59. No more dreadlocks. No more he sing- hasn't had dreadlocks in... Forever? Forever. I don't know. I never see... Remember seen, he was on... Um, I've never seen modern pictures of the Dark guy. Side of the 90s. Uh-uh. Where they were talking about um, when River Phoenix died in front of the Viper mm. Room. He was dating Jennifer Ann. He was a bartender there. Wow. So he hasn't had dreadlocks. He didn't have dreadlocks then. Anyway. Really? Well, then what were those videos from the 90s? Like the Mr. Jones and stuff? That was like no, the 90s. The Dark Side of the 90s was filmed a few years oh, ago. Oh, right, right. And he's commentating and he didn't have them yeah. then. I got it. All right, yeah. All right, well, he's 59. Anyway, yeah, who cares? <laughs> All right, Danny Harrison, guitarist and son of George Harrison, turns 45. Joe Lynn Turner, singer of Rainbow and Deep Purple, turns 72. Garth Hudson, keyboardist and saxophonist of the band, 86. Andy Fairweather Lowe, singer and guitarist, known best for his work with Eric Clapton, but has also played with The Who, Roger Waters, Procol Harum, <laughs> Pro- yeah, Procol. Stevie Nicks, and David Crosby, <laughs> among others, turned 75. James Hetfield, from Metallica, 60. Ed Roland, singer guitarist of Collective Soul, turned 60. Look at those cool glasses. Oh. <laughs> All right, we got some trivia. Yeah. Trivia time. Let's do it. All right. This week in rock and roll history trivia. This week in 1963, young guitarist Eric Clapton leaves his band to eventually join the Yardbirds. What was the name of his first band, though? Clapton was it A Freewheeling, B The Mailman, C The Roosters, or was it D Eric Hot Knives Clapton and Cocaine Free Basin Crosby in Broadway Blunderbuss Boogaloo? <laughs> Which I one do you think? don't know. Eric Clapton's first band. I'm gonna go with The Roosters. The Roosters. All right. I thought it was something weird. You're absolutely correct. It is the Roosters. Here's a picture of him. Eric Clapton's on the left there. Oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, this is his very that first... pompadour. I know. Uh, very first gig in, at 17 years old. Look at a young 17 years old. He looked older than 17, but... Uh, well, People, I feel like, looked... When I watch movies of, like, high school, and I'm watching, like, the 80s, where, like, the kids in high school, I was like, mm-hmm. they look so much older... Than yeah. the kids in high school The today. older generation, yeah, you're right. I'm like, maybe because they had to mature faster back in the day. They had a little rougher, I think. Um, all right, we got some yeah. new rock and metal albums. Normally, uh, David does this, and what he does is you got to go through the list here. You say the band name and the, the album name, and you got to do it in less than 30 seconds. All right? 
How about you do it this time? No, I think you can do it. Let's see how far you can I get. I can barely pronounce half of it. You just start at the top there. Let's see how far you can get. OMG. It's going to be a blast. You're going to love it. Is August 4, 2023 a band? No, it's not. That's the release date of this. all <laughs> uh. these albums. All right, starts at 914, okay? Or 1914. Ready? Go. Right. Uh, 1914, Eschatology of War Release. An Autumn for Crippled Children, Closure, Vesta, Terra M. Desapego, Crypta, Shades of Sorrow, Devin Townsend, Devolution Number 3, Dimna Latva, The Land Under the Black Wings, <laughs> Edward Reeker, The Liberty Project, Humanity's Last Breath, Ashen, The Idiots, Koenig Der Idioten, Kent Healy, Nothing Left to Lose, Corgle the Exterminator, Built to Kill, Mammoth, WVH, Mammoth Skindred, Smile, Teenage Wrist, Still Love, Tumulation, Haunted... Hey, she did it just in time. Just in oh, I time. I rambled out the box part, hey, but yep, I'll take You got it. it. That's hey, a win. Good job. I good feel job. like you put this list together to try to trip people no, up. No, these are all real. This is by design, folks. No, it is right not. I, I copy and paste this off of Loudwire. They put this out every week. These are real bands, real albums. It's That's why it's funny. Because the album names and the band names are hilarious sometimes. And it's, it's funny to have you and David and people like that read them and get caught off guard. All right. This was kind of a, a, a revelation here. Uh, movie TV entertainment news, just real quick. Sean William Scott, so we know the SAG after strikes going on. People are starting to reveal just kind of like how bad it is sometimes for these actors. So he told this TV chat show um, that he only received $8,000 for the movie American Pie, which brought in $235 million at the box office. He says, quote, I remember afterwards I bought a used Thunderbird for like $5,000, and I'm like, oh yeah, baby. I don't know what happened to the other two grand because I ended up having to work at the L.A. Zoo as a churro guy, so maybe it was even less than 8000 end quote. <laughs> Isn't that crazy, though? Yeah. You, you look back on that movie, he's an iconic character, a uh, big part of the movie, and he it's got his own fault. Grand. He could have had a clause in his contract. But when you're a young actor, you're like, "Oh, I'll I'll take it." Well, it worked out for him in the long run because that movie kind of made paved his, the way his popularity paved yeah, the way for him to get other but roles. Like uh, for yes, yes, for fame or whatever, I guess, re or recognition in the industry. But yeah, pretty crazy, man. Eight thousand bucks just goes to show. Uh, all right, this is interesting. All incandescent bulbs are banned now, um, so I guess it's a long time coming. The ban was first first issued in 2007, and it's been rolled back ever since, but now I guess it's uh, finally gone through. So it says some incandescent bulbs will still be allowed for special uses, like flood lamps and bug lamps, but now we got to use these LED bulbs. So I, don't, I didn't even... You didn't realize I that? I just buy whatever's <laughs> on the shelf. Well, I guess now they're not going to be on the shelf. Supposedly, I feel like I haven't bought light bulbs in a long I know. time. I, I, I the can't bulbs even last, the last a long time. Can't even remember the last time. Um, <laughs> Watch, all of a sudden we're gonna have to go out and buy a <laughs> shitload of bulbs. They're like they're all gonna just go out. Well, if the guys, universe is like, we heard you. Yeah, that's true. It, it always happens that way. Yeah. Well, if you guys have a Hyundai and a Kia, you need to look into it. Uh, 2023 to 2024, Palisade, Tucson, Sonata, Elantra. They have an oil pump assembly that may overheat and cause a fire. Oh, God. And they're advising people to park their vehicles outside until they're fixed because their house could catch on fire. Isn't that crazy? <sighs> so uh, be aware, guys. If you have a Hyundai 2023, 20, 2024 20, Kia or Hyundai, look into it. 
Alright. This realtor was fined $15,000 for drinking a homeowner's milk. Did you hear about this? I heard about it from you on the radio. <laughs> yes. This guy, Mike Rose, was showing a That's home. so gross. He grabbed the jug out of the fridge and just drank straight from the jug and put it back. And the only reason they caught him was because they had cameras in there. And there's the picture you can see on the camera here. <laughs> this is the picture of him uh, drinking the milk. And he was fined 15000 Why didn't he just drink water out of the I don't know. faucet? Who knows? He claims he was on new medication and was under a lot of stress and felt unusually dehydrated, so he just went for the milk. <laughs> when I think of hydration, I don't think of no. quenching my thirst no. with thick exactly. milk. <laughs> That's like in the middle of the night. <laughs> so weird. Okay, I wanted to see what you thought about this. Putting air tags on your kids. So Apple has these things called air tags, and they allow to track things in real time on your phone. It's like a $29 little thing. I feel like everyone has that. Remember I told you I wanted that on my phone in case I go missing, you know where to find me? But it's like a chunky tag. It's not like... Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's like... I think there's like an app on the phone. No, there is an app. Those are built in... That's built into the phone. Oh. But these, you could like see how this dad, what he's... uh, This kind of went viral. He's showing people that he puts it on his kid. That way he doesn't ever lose track of where the kid's at. I mean, this day and age, right? Dude, kids go out missing. They're getting yeah. sex trafficked. I'd I be it was like, pretty clever. If I had kids, I'd probably be doing the same thing. Yep. Kind of ease your mind. Oh yeah, this is the uh, last story of the day. So the zoo had to deny that this bear is a human in a I bear costume. I saw this article. Did it... you see the video though? All right, we're gonna watch this video, and it's gonna show the. the there the was bear. an actual bear, and then the the this. Is this... No, no, It no. looked like a person to me. I know, but it's not. This is the, the actual bear. No, it so, is a bear? Yeah, so it is a bear. And they, they had to make a statement coming out about it. Uh, the zoo did. So we're going to watch it I here. saw the headline on the article. If you guys are listening, check it out on our YouTube channel, youtube.com, at Rock News Weekly. Here's the video right now. Or is this China? It looks... To yeah. me, the re- where it, why it looks deceiving is like... Because it's, it's like, like baggy. It, looks, it like, looks like baggy, like cloth. But see, when he goes like that, you can oh, tell yeah. that's, no, a, that's, that's a, bear. a bear. But when he stands up on his hind legs, the bear he has this funny look that looks like he's in like a bear suit. It so does. there's the still shot that went viral, and it shows the wrinkles in the back, and it does kind of look like a suit or something, right? Uh, it's a skinny old bear. It's They're called a Malaysian sun bear. So mm. there you go. So now you know. All right, that's it for us this week, guys. We're out of here. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, rocknewsweekly.com for everything. And uh, give us a like and a follow on our socials if you haven't yet. And our YouTube channel. Check us out, youtube.com, at rocknewsweekly. We'll see you guys next week. All right, have a good one. Peace. Peace.